0: Welcome to the show, Fairways and Finance. My name is Jeff Smith. I've been in the mortgage business for 16 years, top quarter percent LO nationwide. And you know, this podcast, we want to talk about your finances, how to grow and accumulate wealth and all things related to the mortgage industry. But we're golf lovers here as well. So we're going to work in some golf. Don't worry for my golf lovers out there. We got you. And I hope you enjoy the show. Okay. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, I want to go through uh, two very important client interactions. The first is what I call the initial consult. And the second is the pre consult. So one of the things that's really important when you're building a mortgage practice and providing a good customer experience is that you have a consistent process. And it's that consistent process that is going to allow you to provide a good experience for your clients because when you do the same thing over and over, then you can refine that process and get it to a point where you know, the same types of questions come up, the same types of issues come up with, with most clients. So you're able to address those, answer those, and uh, take care of those before they even become questions if you have a really good refined process. Um, so our process on my team, the first thing that we do, if we get a client referred to us, we're going to have what's called an initial consultation. The initial consultation is like a 15 to 20 minute call. And we're just asking the buyer a series of questions to find out what their overall scenario is. So I've got this list of questions that we go through. We type all the notes into our CRM. Uh, we're also getting to know them on a personal level. I'm wanting to find out like who, a, who referred them, Uh, you know, have they done any research on us? What is their biggest fear in the process? What are their goals in the process? And I wanted to get to know a little bit about them personally. So I'm trying to connect with them on a personal level. So I'm asking them all these questions. We're connecting. I'm putting all this information into a CRM system that we use so that I've got all the data gathered. I get all their basic contact information. And then when I hang up that call, I'm sending them an email with a link to submit an application online and a list of the paperwork that we'll need. So when I send out that email, I always copy the real estate agent if the client was referred by a realtor. And then that way, the agent can see what we're requesting. They see that we've sent out that email to the client. And then we put some notes in our CRM system and check a box, and the agent or whoever referred us that client also gets a text message with some of our notes and an update on where we're at and what the next step is. Then the next thing that we do, which, and this is really key, is we always set a follow up reminder. And that follow up reminder will pop up in our CRM so that we can follow up with the client if we haven't received their app yet. So, you know, if somebody, if it sounds like they're going to submit the app pretty quickly, I'll set a follow up reminder for the next day or two days. And then it's popping up in my task list every day. So I know which clients I need to follow up with. And I'm not losing track of where my pre approvals or where my uh, client consultations have ended up at. Okay, so that, And then once that application comes in, then we're getting it set up. So let's say that I make a call for an initial consultation and I, d- and I don't reach the client. Then I'm going to leave a message. I'm going to put notes in the CRM that I called and left a message. And then I check that box and the agent or realtor or whoever referred us gets an update to letting them know that, hey, I left a message for this client and we're going to try again. So then I'll set a follow-up task, call the client the next day, and keep going until I complete that initial consultation. So now, fast-forwarding to the point where we've got the client pre-approved, we have reviewed their application, we've sent out their pre-approval letter, then we schedule them for a Zoom consultation. So the client will have a pre-qual Zoom consultation with me, which is like a 30 to 45-minute meeting where I meet with the clients over Zoom. We're going to go through a whole bunch of information in that meeting. So we they're always pre-scheduled and in my calendar. And going back to the initial consults, for the most part, we try to schedule those consults as well. You know, if, somebody, if I get an email introduction to somebody, I'm going to try and schedule them for an exact time so that I'm not playing phone tag and I'm not leaving messages. And with the Zoom consultations, same thing. We're going to schedule those. We're going to send a calendar invite to the client with a link for the Zoom meeting. And then I've got that dialed in on my calendar. So then I'll get into that meeting. First thing I do with the client is just some small talk. So they're usually a little bit nervous. It's an uncomfortable process. So I want to just ask them some questions about how they're doing, connect with them a little bit, find out, you know, how they're feeling about things. Are they, have they started looking at homes? You know, just chit chat, small talk for five minutes or so. And then I'm finding out like, I'm reading their body language and their like verbal and uh, physical cues in terms of like, do they feel comfortable or do they not feel comfortable? If they don't feel comfortable, then I'm going to ask some more questions to find out, like, well, what are you nervous about in this process? You know, What, what kinds of things do you want to see ha- happen in this process? Uh, is there anything I can do to help you through this? And I'm just v- being very open with my communication so I can get to the core of how they're feeling. And if they're feeling uncomfortable with something, then I can address it right there at the beginning, and that builds trust. So then uh, I I always go through the same information in every consultation. So I share my screen. First thing I go through is a little bit of background on myself to let them know know, that I've been in the business for a long time. I've got a lot of experience getting loans done. I tell them that I am a top 1% originator in the nation because I want them to know I do a lot of volume on my team. And because I do a lot of volume and it's all referral based, you know, that speaks to the fact that we do a good job. Otherwise, we wouldn't be getting referrals for clients. So I'm letting them know that so that they feel confident that I have experience and I know what I'm doing. I'm also telling them that I am 100% based on referrals. So I'm starting to plant the seed that, hey, if you're having a good experience with me, I would really appreciate it if you could refer me to somebody, you know, because I don't pay for advertising. I don't pay for leads. Uh, I work all based on word of mouth referrals, uh, so I go through that information. Then I put up a flyer where I've got all of my team on there, and I there's four of us on my team. So I explain who each person is on my team. They've got their we have on the flyer we have their picture and a little biography about them and what they do. That way, the clients can see who they're going to be dealing with and what they do, because if you have a team one of the complaints always with teams is like clients are saying oh i don't know who's calling me you know i'm getting calls from people i don't know who they are so you've got to introduce your team and let clients know who they are what they do and when they'll be contacting them so i take them through all of that then the next thing we do is we go over their credit so i'm going to tell them what their credit score is if their credit score you know isn't great then i'm going to Try and mention a few things that I'm seeing on their credit report that are holding their scores back, and what that could do for their score. And then we're also having a conversation, if you know, about how a higher credit score could improve the financing terms that they get and the cost for their for their loan. So we go through their credit. Then the next thing we do is we talk through a, a flyer that I put up on the screen called a Do's and Don'ts flyer. So in the Do's and Don'ts flyer, I'm explaining all the different kinds of things that could come up between when we've pre-approved them and when the buyer finds a home that could sabotage their approval. You know, so taking out new debt, having additional credit inquiries, quitting your job and starting a new one or, you know, drawing down your savings and now you don't have enough to cover down payment and closing costs, all those kinds of things. So I go through that flyer in pretty pretty detailed um uh, at a pretty detailed level because these are a lot of things that as a mortgage professional, we kind of take for granted, but the average consumer, they have no idea that these kinds of things could impact their application. So this flyer is like a list of items. I go through the list of items, explain each one. And then I ask, I pause and I ask them, you know, what kind of questions they have on that. A lot of times there are some questions on it. So it's, that's been a great part of the process that I've added in because it helps me to identify things that would otherwise come up once we are under contract and in underwriting, and sometimes it's too late if you're finding out at that point. The next thing we go through after that is fee worksheets. So we're looking at numbers at the desired price point and down payment for the buyer, and I take them line by line through a fee worksheet, every single number on the document. I want them to leave that appointment feeling comfortable with every single number that's going to apply toward the closing of their home, why it's there, what it is, and a realistic expectation for the cost. So one of the things, like if you look at my client reviews online, and especially on Zillow, a common theme there is that people's interest rate or payment or closing costs is lower than what they expected. So I always try and under-promise and over-deliver when it comes to the numbers and what it's going to cost them. So our estimates for title fees and taxes and insurance were always a little bit high on purpose so that those numbers are coming in a little bit lower than expected once they're under contract. Everybody is always happy when the numbers go down. Nobody is happy when the numbers go up. So under-promising and over-delivering is super important. And then um, I always present a few different options for clients when we're looking at fee worksheets as well. So we look at like typically like a zero-points option, an option with paying points to buy down the rate, maybe a 1% discount point, and then another option, maybe like a 2% discount point or a 15-year mortgage or an arm. So we're always looking at at least three options so that people get a good idea of what's out there and what's available for them, what I recommend, what I don't recommend. And then at that point, then I take them through the overall steps to close on a home. So from shopping for the home, all the way through to closing. And uh, we I've got a, a flyer that I share on the screen for that as well that takes us through each of those steps. And I also explain the Arizona purchase contract at a high level. So you know, one of the things that I po- always point out is that you're going to have a home inspection. The cost of that home inspection is not on the fee worksheets that I've provided because you're going to pay that fee directly to the home inspector, and so they need to be aware that that cost. You know, depending on the size of the home, I'm generally saying it could be around four to six hundred dollars, um, but their real estate agent is going to set them up with that home inspector, and then they're going to know the exact cost then. So very detailed level from, you know, earnest money deposit all the way through to funding and closing and how that works. So I take them through that part of it. And then I'm also, through that whole process, I'm reinforcing the real estate agent who referred them and how great it is to work with that real estate agent. Because my job as a a lender, if I'm getting a referral from a realtor, is to take great care of that realtor's client. It's also to reinforce how good that real estate agent is with the client, so that the client continues to work with the real estate agent. And if I provide a great experience for that client, and we get referrals from them, then you know that that's going to help to build that agent's business as well. Because if the client refers us uh, a friend or family member or coworker, that that person's generally going to end up working with the real estate agent and with me together on on their transaction. Um, so reinforcing the agent uh, establishing that relationship and, uh, making sure that the client understands what a great job that the realtor does. So then at the end of the, um, at the end of the consultation there I'm asking, if there's any questions, making sure nothing is lingering that they're concerned about or worried about, I'm making sure that the numbers that we reviewed are comfortable for them. And I always like to go over the two, mo- what I call the two most important numbers, cash to close and monthly payment. So the cash to close is how much they're paying out-of-pocket to close on that home at the end. we got to make sure that number is within a reasonable amount for their budget. And then the monthly payment for the mortgage. is kind of a big deal. You could be making that payment every month. Um, so we want to make sure that that payment is comfortable. And if it's not, then we go into solutions finding to figure out how can we restructure this to get this payment where it's at a comfortable level for the buyer? So by the time that appointment ends, they know what price point they need to be in and how much they need to pay out of pocket to get a monthly payment that they can comfortably afford. So after the meeting, I have a few post-meeting steps that I always take. So the first is I put a bunch of notes into my CRM about how that consultation went uh, for, you know, for myself, for my team, so that my team knows anything that's come up on that meeting that uh, would impact their application or things we need to be aware of uh, going forward. I put all that info, info into the CRM so that my team is in the loop. I send an email to the client with the fee worksheets that we reviewed and those flyers that we reviewed together all attached. And I basically summarize any of the key points that we discussed. You know, so... Just reinforcing, like the answers to any of some of the questions that they had. Um, why you know the numbers are where they are, or you know, say we reviewed few worksheets for four hundred thousand dollars purchase price, and then we talked about what it would be, you know, what it would look like at five hundred thousand. I would make a note to them of, and again, here's what the numbers are for five hundred thousand. So they get that email from me with those attachments. I also send a follow up email to the real estate agent, and I update. I attach the pre qual letter. And I give the agent notes on how that meeting went and anything that the agent would need to be aware of, like, hey, we've got to get at least five thousand dollars in closing cost concession from the seller for this client to be able to comfortably afford a home, or you know, hey, it turns out um, they're no longer working their second job and so they're pre-approved for this amount, or you know, whatever it is, I'm giving the agent all my download notes so that they've got the information that they need in their back pocket as they're out looking at homes and ready to write an offer for that buyer. And then I um, update our CRM to show the client as pre-approved in there. And now they're on to a every other week follow-up plan. So every other Wednesday, we're reaching out to all of our pre-approved buyers who are out out actively shopping. So one Wednesday, it's a call. The other Wednesday, it's a text message that we can stay in front of them, answer any questions that they have. Because they're going to be, as they're out in the marketplace looking for homes, they're going to be talking to coworkers and friends and and everybody and and there a lot of people in their sphere are going to say oh hey you should use my mortgage guy you know and so if I'm not continuing to stay in front of those buyers and add value for them they might forget about me and end up applying with somebody else and then uh, the other thing that I do is write a thank you note to the to the buyers so I always write a handwritten thank you note after every pre-qual consultation that goes out in the mail I write always write it the same day. Uh, that I have the consultation so that they're getting it you know just a couple days after that, and that's the process. So I do that same thing every single time. We have the same email templates that we use for each of those steps. Uh, I have the same flyers that I use. so it becomes like clockwork, and as I develop that system over time, I refined it because over time, I would start to see some of the same questions popping up from clients. So I realized, okay. I need to address this question at this point in my presentation. And so over this period of years, I've been able to refine that to basically answer every question that they would have. So I generally don't get many questions from the clients. The only thing that we're doing is looking at different price points uh, because you know they might say, yeah, we want to be have a payment of $2,500 a month, and that might be $500,000. But then there's this house that they just saw in Zillow, and it's $600,000. And what would the payment look like for that? You know, so we're typically running things like that. Uh, but generally, from a questions perspective, I've created that presentation to where it just answers every single question. And that's how you can have a great presentation. Um, and that's how you can have a great client experience because if if I just kind of wing it every time I meet with a client, A, I'm going to forget things, and so there's information that I'm not going to give them by mistake. And B, like whether I'm having a good day, a low-energy day, a high-energy day, a good day, a bad day – like that could then affect how that prequal consultation goes. Uh, but if I do the same process every single time, then whether I'm having a good day or not, I'm going to do, do all the steps in the process because that's just the process. So it's the way of making sure that every client gets a consistent experience with you regardless of what's happening in that day. So any questions on that, anything I could help you with to build a process – to create a great client experience, I would love to help you with that. DM me, let me know, and hope you have a great rest of your week. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I I hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable information out of it. I wanna help to educate others and and help people grow their business and build wealth. And I can only do that with referrals and your help getting the word out about this podcast. So if you come across someone you think could benefit from this, please share it with them. And if there's nobody who comes to mind, a five-star review would go a long way in in helping me to, to grow this podcast and grow the brand. So appreciate your support.